0: And hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, maniacal, maddening Monday for Torch Report 539. Considering the disturbing threat of a kill or be killed situation. Friends, when the enemy starts pulling out all the stops, the wise must contemplate their options. But first, what a weekend! Holy smokes! It was the caucus weekend here in the local, uh, beautiful Clickitat County, and it was a great experience getting out there, seeing many of the listeners of the Torch Report showing up and representing, engaging in the civic process and letting your voice be heard. So it was great to see you guys out there. Uh, Now, that said... As we settle back into another action-packed week of political insanity, geopolitical chaos, global gaslighting, and the general Looney tune style reporting from the mainstream, lamestream media, there's one story that really stood out to me kind of in a scary sort of way. And we're going to play a little game here. Let me ask you, which of these 10 headlines would strike you as the most important issue? Number one. Nikki Haley says she that states cannot secede from the US states cannot secede from the federal government. Number two, the Fed Powell, Jerome Powell, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says the US is on an unsustainable fiscal path. Three radical Iran-backed forces carry out new deadly attacks targeting U.S. troops? Is all the Iranian attacks, is that the most important thing? Is it four, the former Trump official Mike Gill getting carjacked and shot to death in the nation's capital? Is it number five, a PBS documentary revealing that the J6 committee was all just a big publicity stunt meant to manipulate the audience? Four, or, or... could it have been the sixth alarm bells going off about Biden's sweeping executive order on new AI technology to be used for political ends? Could it be the seventh article? Senate releasing uh, the Senate releasing its border amnesty bill, border amnesty bill, they released that on Sunday night. Also in the news, the eighth article here, The, the, the always the plan, that was the title of the, of the article, Musk reveals that Biden's intentional border invasion is meant to create a one-party state. Is that the most important thing? Could it be, number nine, Tucker Carlson is in Moscow, and of course the liberals and the neocons are melting down over the potential of a Putin interview, or the 10th article here for your perusal, a study confirming that COVID shots are causing a spike in VADES, that's a vaccine-induced autoimmune deficiency symptoms disorder, and cancer So, I mean, you see all of that out there, and of course there's more than that, but how do we rank these stories? How do we prioritize our attention here? The conflict in the Middle East, the threat of AI, the invasion of the southern border, Uh, what's, what's the most important thing? All of these stories are out there, they're all pulling in our attention, they're all wanting us to tune in and steep our minds in the emotional elixir of propaganda, but as humans... We only have so much time and energy to a lot to stay informed. So, which information is the most important information? Which information is most likely to have an impact on our personal lives at the local level? Of all that's happening in the world today, friends, which is most likely to impact the future of our nation? What is most likely to impact our children's future and our children's children's future? I want to know. And I often sift through the headlines with these kind of questions in my mind. I'm not looking to just echo what the talking heads are talking about. I'm not looking to simply regurgitate whatever the algorithms happen to be promoting for the day. Instead, the goal here with the Torch Report is to reach beyond the obvious so that we can lay our grasp upon the bigger picture. Thus... You know, when I see the uh, headlines out about the Fed chairman, Jer- Jerome Powell, you know, he's openly, openly declaring that our economy is on an unsustainable path. It's just unsustainable, you know? The national debt's now at $34 trillion. Our national credit has recently been downgraded. Uh, there's an acknowledgment of the fact that our national debt is now a danger to the economy. I would say it's a threat to our national security. But when I hear all of that, this open open admitting that this is going on, I don't really bat an eye at it because doesn't everyone already know that the American economy is on the brink of catastrophic collapse? Hasn't it been that way? Haven't they been kicking the can since 2008? I mean, just printing money out of thin air and all that, you know? So perhaps when they throw headlines like that out there, maybe they're just trying to soften the blow for all the useful idiots who still believe that Biden's economy is booming. You know, personally... Personally, friends, I believe that the systemic destruction of the American economy has long been underway. And the end result is to drive us toward the new central bank digital currencies, the new digital IDs that our benevolent dictators have been preening about. They've been salivating over all of this for the last several years. So it's this is nothing new. This is a major issue. But make no mistake, because, uh, you know, Once the new digital currency and the digital IDs are in place, this is the global digital governance. Once all of that is in place, the global surveillance and global enslavement will be nearly complete. So it is a major issue. But as dire as this threat is, this is still not the biggest issue of all. We have bigger fish to fry. Uh, And the same goes for this whole thing with uh, the rhino Nikki Haley. You know, she's making this... It's really an absurdly authoritarian claim that states cannot secede from the clutches of federal authority. Are you kidding me? Who the hell does this lady think she is? This woman. Uh, You know, that's like a slave owner telling their slaves they have no right to be free. Don't even think about being free from the Orwellian demands of your federal overlords. You have no right to think for yourself, to make your own decisions, let alone declare your own independence and secede from our authoritarian rule. You'd best fall in line, peasants, or else. That's what's coming out of the mouth of the rhino Nikki Haley. So keep that in mind. And just to be clear here you know a great deal of all of this following and falling in line for the peasants to fall in line what does it actually look like it looks like forking over your hard-earned tax dollars to fund endless wars and to provoke our enemies, uh, to make sure that the invasion of our own country continues at pace completely unabated by any claims of states' rights or other such nonsense. I mean, that's come on, that's just nonsense. That's unconstitutional. Uh, Now, which brings us to the Border Amnesty Bill. You know, this this so-called Border Amnesty Bill would authorize the printing of some 108 billion dollars out of thin air mind you we don't have that money we're way 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 in debt we're just going to print it off uh almost 120 billion dollars of which only 20 billion has been earmarked for the southern border there's a little breakdown here in the article uh they've got 60 billion dollars for the endless war in ukraine we've got 14 billion dollars for israel and just to be fair we're going to chip in 10 billion dollars for gaza 5 billion dollars for the indo-pacific nations Uh, i.e. Taiwan, they didn't name that specifically in the 350-page border amnesty bill, but they've got uh, several billion dollars in there for some new submarines and, of course, the uh, $20 billion for, quote-unquote, border security. Now, it's worth pointing out, and there's a lot of squawking and talking about it out in in the news today, those border security funds will not actually be used for building a wall, but instead, or securing the border in any sort of way, really. The funds are for hiring extra agents who are solely aimed at processing asylum claims. So we need more people to help the hold these people's hands, make sure they get their paperwork and, you know, their proper entitlements and all that. And of course they're going to have to provide these extra agents who are helping process the asylum claims. They got to provide them with new digs. You know, they need to have some new processing centers to make this whole process of a facilitated invasion as comfortable as possible for everyone involved, especially the criminals and the government cronies. So, you know, taxpayer-funded lawyers, uh, amnesty for unvatted, unvetted Taliban refugees, permanent residency for children being smuggled in by their criminal parents. It's all there, friends. It's all there. But actual border security, that's not there at all. <laughs> Which is no doubt why uh, Elon Musk and others, they're pointing out that this bold and blatantly obvious move is aimed at nothing less than securing a Democrat majority vote for generations to come, friends. And you know what? They're getting away with it. There's no denying that this is an existential threat to our country. Having millions upon millions of criminals being given asylum and cradle-to-grave entitlements in exchange for Democrat votes, it's absolutely despicable. It's a shameless political ploy, but again... They're getting away with it. So we're just going to have to kind of set that aside because, I mean, what's going to happen? You know, it's just going to keep happening, friends. Uh, much like the, the PBS special. PBS Broadcasting putting out a special that exposes the J6 show trials, as I like to call them, as a publicity stunt. It was, that's all it was. It was a publicity stunt. And, you know, right in line with the state attorney generals who are calling out the government using weaponized AI for political ends. All of this points toward the greatest threat Uh, uh, in all of the above. The greatest threat really is the technology that facilitates all of this unprecedented fleecing. People believe it. They're getting away with it because of the weaponized AI, the sophisticated propaganda and psyops and all of that. This is an assault on the American conscience. That was a uh, direct quote from the title of the PBS interview. It's, it's an assault on the American conscience. It, that's, you know it's, it's a mental attack, and we need to be wise to this mental attack. Otherwise, we can't do anything about it. So, but I think that the, uh, the worst part about this relentless assault on the conscience of the average American is that it's ultimately designed to distract us from the most disturbing truth of all. The most disturbing truth of all isn't, you know, impending doom and world, you know, economic collapse, World War 3 and all that kind of stuff. That's not it. The most distru- <laughs> the most disturbing truth of all is that the global cabal is trying to kill us and take our stuff. <laughs> now, I know that sounds pretty outrageous. That's some tinfoil hat stuff right there. But just to refresh, friends, this is not the, uh, the opinion of a mere ignorant peasant. These are the words of the venerable Catherine Austin Fitz, who says this. She says, quote, in 2023, people started to realize that it is a kill or be killed situation. We have to push back because there's no going along with this. They are trying to kill us, number one, and then they are trying to take all of our stuff and we can't let that happen. Period. End quote. Thank you, Catherine Austin Fitz, uh, as originally reported in Torch Report Five Seventeen. There's massive pushback against this global tyranny, and that's good news. So, those who have made it a point to be in the know, of course, are well aware of this. And by the way, uh, welcome to all of the new subscribers coming in. Uh, January was a was a was the. Best, uh, best, <laughs> best month ever as far as yeah, new subscribers. So welcome to the new subscribers. And for those who have been uh, with me, I know that you know this already. The astute listening audience of the Torch Report is well aware these plans have been in uh, in motion to kill us and take all of our stuff. And Catherine Austin Fitz is not the only person out there saying this. There's a growing chorus of global leaders who are trumpeting this fact as loud as they can. Uh, but in many ways, just to be blunt, I mean, they're kind of screaming and shaking their fists at the sky here. You know, it doesn't matter. It's kind of unfortunate. You know, we have a few passionate, articulate, educated global leaders out there pointing out what should be obvious to anyone who's paying attention, but this isn't really a winning strategy because, 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 because of the algorithms, because of the weaponized AI, because of the propaganda and the fleecing. It should be obvious, but it's not. And it's, it's actually worse than that. You know, it's not a winning strategy because helping people see what's happening and waking up to the fact that they're trying to kill us and take our stuff to quote, you know, people smarter than myself, uh, that's not going to stop what's already in motion. This great evil is already underway. We've talked about this at length, friends, Uh, back in Torture Report 273, the worst case scenario, We were talking about how what's in motion is going to continue in motion until acted upon by a superior outside force. That's the laws of physics, right? Billions of people... Billions of human beings have already been injected with toxic experimental vaccines that were intentionally designed to harm, maim, and kill. That's according to the Pfizer whistleblower, former vice president of Pfizer, Dr. Michael Yeadon. He says these shots, these clot shots, these death jabs were designed to harm, maim, and kill. And again, if you've been with me for a while, you may recall when the Georgia Guidestones were destroyed last summer, I painstakingly connect the dots between... Mass vaccinations and the depopulation agenda the hypothesis there was that the global proliferation of experimental injections was actually serving a much darker purpose so with the successful launch of the great reset via you know this genetically modified virus that then fueled the uptake of all these ex- toxic experimental injections you know could it be that they had achieved their objectives as etched in stone the Georgia guidestones to reduce the human population to a Im- manageable 500 million or so. Now, again, only time will tell. Just to be fair, we don't know, but it, it kind of looks like we're headed that direction. And I'll tell you what. Uh, in just the last few weeks, I've personally known several young, healthy people, talking to them one day, a week or two later, they've suffered a massive heart attack, a massive heart issues, aggressive turbo cancers, etc. And so it's like it's getting closer and closer to home here, right? And for many people, it's only when this sort of tragedy begins to strike close to home that they begin to wake up and pay attention to what's going on. Wow, there's all these young healthy people having all these issues. But for many, many other people, that sickening sort of news really does nothing but force their heads further into the sand. They really can't take the weight of it all. No, 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 that's not happening. No, 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 no. You know, it, it seems like there are few people who have the appetite to, to consider. The very real possibility that nefarious global forces are conducting a coordinated campaign to depopulate the planet. I mean, it's just such an outrageous scheme. Come on, that couldn't possibly be true, right? I mean, that's just nuts. Better to deny that reality and and just live in peace than to acknowledge the fact and face it head on. At least... For all of those people in the world who are desperately trying to put their trust in the all-powerful and benevolent government. And um, just to give you a clear picture of where I think all of this is headed, friends, I want to zoom in on the one headline that stood out the most to me today of those ten headlines at the opening— Kind of a clunky opening. I apologize. Been a little bit of a rough weekend. Didn't get as much sleep as I usually do. But the one headline that stood out to me amongst the others was this one uh, that a study confirms COVID shots are causing a spike in AIDS and cancer. That's vaccine AIDS and cancer. Uh, the COVID shots are causing a massive spike. In autoimmune issues, uh, uh, you know, essentially the same thing as AIDS. And, of course, this skyrocketing epidemic of cancers in otherwise healthy people, particularly young, healthy people. Now, I've, I've pointed this out before, uh, particularly back in Torch Report 220, following the money and finding death. I was detailing the scientific reasons that mRNA injections cause cancer. There's no question about it. It, They do cause cancer, and they've known that. And then in Torch Report 458, COVID, blood clots and cancer, I was kind of delivering the receipts there and and connecting the dots on how this all feeds into the globalist depopulation agenda. But the, the point today is that doctors have known, doctors have known that these experimental injections would cause AIDS and cancer for years. They've known it for years, and yet still... To this day, governments around the world are pushing more uptake of these jabs. Friends... Uh, it, it, as a matter of fact, if we look at the WHO, the WEF and the UN websites from this morning right now today, there's a, a strong indication that they're actively planning for this explosion in cancer and vaccine induced AIDS. There are the three articles uh, linked in here from the World Health Organization, global cancer burden is growing amidst mounting need for services from the United Nations cancer rates set to rise 77 percent by the year 2050 over at the wef we find an article on how companies can support employees working with cancer to drive better business outcomes and you put it all together honestly i find that last article particularly telling but that the globalists they acknowledge there's a growing burden global cancer rates are set to rise 77 percent that's mind-boggling you know but essentially they're all working together. Big businesses are saying, listen, you want to cut, you want to have a job. You're going to get the shot. You will get the shot. You will get cancer and you will continue to be a productive peasant and do what you're told until the day the cancer cripples you so badly, you can no longer function or you fall over dead, whichever comes first. There will be no slacking for you. Peasants, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's sick, you know, cancer rates again to skyrocket 77%. That's a shocking number. And of course, undoubtedly, that's going to create a growing burden on society, because there's not really any way to increase cancer services by 77% at the same time, especially since all the medical staff are being forced to get the jabs, and thus... The only logical solution is to force employees to just keep working, even as the cancer eats away at their ability to do so. Friends, in my mind, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about the global cabal. In their sick and twisted minds, you are nothing more than a tax-paying slave. You exist to labor away so they can extract maximum profits out of your meaningless life. And since your life is meaningless, since you are nothing more than a soulless, hackable animal who happens to be plaguing the planet with your presence, they're going to do whatever they can to shorten your miserable life via this benevolent culling of humanity. Friends, we'd all be wise to keep this in mind in light of the political circus. Are we really facing a kill or be killed situation? It's food for thought. I don't know. Obviously everyone has to make that decision for themselves but regardless of your stance, friends, one thing we can know for sure is that resist we must! And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast please take the time to go to thetortureport.com check out the website, find the heart, click the heart to Please love, subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and of course the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this mad have maniacal Monday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.